Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 16, One Good Scare Oughta Do It. So Isabella gets hiccups, so the boys have to cure her hiccups by scaring her. Usually, um, I, I heard about this one time at school, you know, before all this. In the before times? Yeah. Um, some kid said... Look, put, make your fingers form a, like a triangle and look at it for like one minute and you should remember like breathe in slowly and out slowly and that should probably help. I don't know. Just usually I just forget about it when I have hiccups. Well, that's not the approach that Phineas and Ferb took here. They instead built a haunted house. <laughs> and that's the most simplest, simplest way to do things. Yes. Well, Phineas and Ferb will never be accused of taking the simple way out. This is another double episode. We just had one with It's About Time. That was uh, season one, episode seven of the show. This is season one, episode nine. So that's interesting. In the formula of the episode, we have seven items present uh, or missing I know what we're going to do today. Oh, there you are, Perry. I thought they did say it. No. I thought they did. I don't think so. I heard it. Well, if you heard it, you'll have to write in and tell us. And curse you, Perry the Platypus. But on the other hand, we did have two jingles. What were our two jingles? Doofenshmirtz hideout-shaped island. And Doofenshmirtz mentors hideout. And then we had three... Three songs. Again. Again. I'm not sure we've ever had three songs. It's about time. Uh, no, just two. Yeah. That one. According to my records. What were our three songs? Agent P, the theme song. It's Candace, is what Dad called it. Yes. And One Good Scare Ought to Do You Some Good. Yes. So that's a very long song that runs through, like, I don't know, a minute and a half or two of the show. The theme song for Agent P, we've heard, obviously, bits and pieces. He's a semi-aquatic, eight-legged, that's what I heard. Egg-laying. He doesn't lay eggs. But platypus I thought girls can only lay eggs. Platypuses lay eggs. Both genders? No, probably not. So. We would only know if we had one. So we have bits and pieces of that theme song all the way through the show. And they did play it on the end credits in an early episode, but this is actually placed right in the middle of the episode. You know, you got a full, got the whole running time of the episode to fit in lots of different stuff. And they did. And uh, so th- those are those are both really good ones. The innator in this episode, what do you think, Callie? You want to try to take a stab the at Dis- re- The Disney Tev operator. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> it's the, that's what it looks like. It's the disintevaporator. So, so it's ten times fast. Disintevaporated, 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 disintevaporated. How many times? Ten. Uh, I'm not saying it ten times. <laughs> but so that's a combination of disintegrator and evaporator. So it disintegrates and evaporates something. In this case, you gotta give me some points for making it for make for saying it looked like Disney in there. It does kind of look like it says Disney. That's a fair point. In this case, the thing he was supposed to be disintegrating and evaporating was... Um, his mentor's hideout. Right. Professor Destructicon. What was Professor Destructicon's final 
act, evil attempt. Do you remember? To make fire, put fire on the sun. To set fire to the sun. Did he ever do it? Uh, apparently not. Although, how, also, would, how um, would we know if he did, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's already I, on fire. Oh, it is? I'm kidding, I know. Anyways, um, his name, it, I heard like a little bit that says his name was his name was Kevin. That's true. His name was Kevin. And this... Oh! <laughs> we haven't seen any other references to Kevin yet. We'll see some soon, though. Yes, we definitely will see some soon. And... It's all the things I hear now. Just to go back to the songs briefly, because I have this in another part of my document, that one good scare ought to do you some good that was playing in the elevator of the haunted house at the point where where Candace... Wait, 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 whoa, wait, wait. Really? I thought there'd be be some bigger payoff to all of that. Yes, really, it was playing there in the background. Candace was going back down from the top of the haunted house to go tell on them, and who was she riding in the elevator with? The adorable... Baby, floating baby head. They don't call it the adorable floating baby head. I call it the the adorable floating baby head. Yes, but it is. Because the little sound effects it makes. They made it cry. They did. They did. It's pretty funny. Uh, You're mean. But this is the first time that we have seen that floating baby head. Well, since this was a full-length episode, it seems appropriate that we should not just do our top three but our top five moments from the show. And uh, unlike usual, we actually have quite a lot of overlap. So why don't you start with your number five, Callie? Ferb falls into the haunted house. So they're just sitting at the little piano and Ferb's sitting on one of the boxes. Then, then it just flips up and he gets launched into the roof. Yes, and then he stumbles out almost like he's walking like a zombie. Yeah. Well, my number five is going to come up later on Callie's list. And her number four is going to come up way later on my list. And my number four is going to come up later on her list. And her number three is my number five. I'm confused. That might not have been the most scintillating So should I just say my list? Okay. So I'll just do my number five because it's also your number three. So each, each kid had... Uh, was given a, something to do that was supposed to be the scariest thing, and Baljeet's was a failed math test. That's not the funny part for me. It was when they came across Buford, and he was dressed like Susie. This is the first time that we have seen Susie, Jeremy's little sister, on the show, and uh, she's an evil little kid, and that's what uh, Candace finds out. And so then a little shortly after that, Buford is dressed up like Susie, and... The Phineas and Isabella are just like stunned. He goes, she's scary, man. She gives me the willies. <laughs> and then right after that, what did Phineas say? This was your number three. Little Susie Johnson gives you the willies. My number three comes up a little later in the list. So, uh, Callie, let's go on to your number two. Um. So, Jeffrey Smith was looking for his keys to his um, jet. I yeah, or whatever it was. that was. Yeah, and he's like, "Perry Plasmus, do you know where the keys are?" And of and course, he's like, "Yeah." Did Perry and Perry knew where they were because yeah. he had seen them and he'd put his his 
foot, his paw. paw. It's not a paw. It's That's a. That's what he calls it. But it's a no. It's a. What's it called? What, what do ducks have that they walk on? <laughs> They're not called feet. They're not called paws. They're not flippers. What's? <laughs> hmm. I don't remember. Well, I'm gonna listen to this later and be like, "Hey, stupid! It was this thing." <laughs> so anyway, he put that. His, uh, we'll call it his foot. He put his foot over the top of the keys. But continuing. Um, he says, he says, is this because you don't talk or, is it, or are you being a jerk? Yeah. That was my number four. Okay. So my number two, which is the only one that isn't on Callie's list, is after he escapes, he finally gets the keys and he takes off. He throws all his stuff in. And he takes off from the lair that he's blowing up. He... Uh, he looks back to you and goes, well, let's make sure I have everything. And he's looking around. He sees this thing and that thing. He goes, Perry the platypus. And he looks to the side. The descent evaporator. He looks to the side. My golf clubs? I don't even golf. <laughs> and of course, the problem, the, the fact that the descent evaporator was there was certainly a problem. Well, Callie, what was your number one? My number one was when um, Jeffrey Smirts and per- Perry grabs the haunted house mm-hmm. and a bow sheet's behind it. And so they pick it up and, and Candace is like, look what these little monsters did. They they left this ugly mess here. And... Yeah. and and then well, she just waves and smiles innocently. And then it drops back and she sees it and she runs to her mom and says, Look, it's back. See, I told you, it's returned. And then she's like, I forgot my um my bag. And her, her, her mom looks at her like, dude, no. Yeah, it was. And like, goodbye, Candace. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny the first time when he when he was there instead of the house. But the second time, that made me chuckle. That was my number three moment in the show. If it was your number three, why wasn't it your number one? It's not my number one because my number one, which was Callie's number four, is when Perry is getting his instructions from Major Monogram after he jumps down the wrong garbage can first. And he says that they were tracking Dr. Doofenshmirtz and he went over into basically into the like around the Bahamas, it looks like. And then he disappeared. And then he says this. We have two scenarios to explain his disappearance. First, that magical elves have caused Dr. Doofenshmirtz to vanish to the land of angry corn people. The second is that he may be at this secret hideout-shaped island with the initial D carved into it that satellites found in the exact spot where he... Uh... Yeah, just forget that first thing about the elves. <laughs> of course, the D was not for Doofenshmirtz in this case, but was for Destructicon. I have the Shimmy Jimmy song in my head. Shimmy Jimmy. Yeah, Callie was a big fan of Shimmy Jimmy. That's from <laughs> Toy to the World, the last episode. Yeah. But if you I haven't think, seen it, what are we you doing with yeah, your you life? One. I think we've covered everything we have in this episode. So... I guess that's probably it. Mm-hmm. What would they do if if they're listening to this and they want to share some thought with us, Callie? Callieandherdad at gmail.com. What, what do they do with that? They'll send us an email. Ah, an email. Yes, that's exactly right. 
And before we go out, naturally, we need to hear from Ferb, who had something to say about the most scary thing that he saw in the haunted house. Definitely the giant floating baby head. See, nobody else thinks it's cute. But it is! It's a baby! All babies are cute. Some babies. Some. (laughs) Babies. You crack you up. Yeah.